ETX Life podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the Pine Curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the Piney Woods. Welcome to another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly. Hi, Holly. Hey, Sierra. How have you been, girl? I have been good. Yeah? Making it through this Christmas season. Uh, just <laughs> singing and being happy and <laughs> doing the jingle bell thing. We're trying. We're trying Which our I best. guess now maybe our listeners are probably headed to, to their yeah, Christmas. Yeah, to see family and friends, hopefully. Yeah, so thank you all for joining us. Yes, and I think this is a timely topic because we wanted to talk about taking a vacation as a business owner, a small business owner. Um, and even sometimes if you work for a small business, you have some type of ownership in it, meaning that you're heavily relied upon as an employee. Well, and even beyond that, there's a lot of people who've made the move to remote work. Yes. Which may not be, you may be working for a corporation still, but you kind of still make your own schedule. Right. Um, when you work from home, it's a little bit harder to turn off the computer and the cell phone and yeah absolutely and I think one of the biggest things people are concerned about is you know what's going to happen while I'm gone right oh yeah so like is this thing going to sink on me while I'm gone I can't even take you know a few days off and honestly I get that feeling because I have been a boss at businesses where I was getting multiple calls and emails while I'm on vacation and you're looking Mm -hmm. at your your you know partner or whatever like this is ridiculous that they're asking me something so small that they could (laughs) handle on their own but looking back either my team was not (laughs) a competent team to take care of things Mm -hmm. or maybe I didn't express exactly what I needed them to do and so that's some of the things that we wanted to talk about today. So number one, if you are planning on taking a trip, you know, the new year is coming, maybe you want to take a trip, um, you know, after the holidays, the first mm-hmm. of the year, sure. or you're looking ahead to your your next year. Spring or yeah, summer. Yeah, and you got to plan these things, especially being a business owner. So number one, asking your team, the people that are working with you, if I was gone for a week, what would you feel confident doing and what would you not feel confident or comfortable mm-hmm. doing? And then go on to say, hey, if we could only check in, you know, for five minutes a day, what would be the most important things to talk about? So That's I think setting idea. the stage for that, because I think you might be surprised, um, you'll find those missing links of what the weak points are. Right. And along with that is I think – an important part of owning a business is empowering your employees. I agree. To make ownership. decisions mm-hmm. when you're not there. I mean, you don't want them making yeah, crazy huge. financial decisions of or course, something like of that. Of course. But, but using good judgment. Yeah, they mm-hmm. sh- you know, they should be able to answer questions that pop right, up and right. empower them to make them. Well, and this is a reflection on you as a business owner, right? And I get this because I am of the mindset if you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself, right? I get that. I know that. I live that a lot in my daily mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But you have to hire people sometimes that might even be better at things than you. What a concept Mm -hmm. in order to move your business forward and keep it going and introduce new ideas and new energy. And also to be able to um, take some of these tougher situations, maybe while you're gone 
make a good decision, and then have you come back and not jump all over them. Right. For whatever the decision <laughs> was. was yeah. So they're, yeah. you know, afraid to, to make yeah. any decision. So that whole micromanaging thing, you're really hurting yourself when yes. you do that. And your customers. And your customers. To be honest, because if, if you're not there, your employees, and here's a great example of this that I heard at a conference one time is there was a little store that this guy's wife liked to go to, mm -hmm. a little boutique clothing store that hadn't been open for very long. She bought some flip-flops there, some fancy flip-flops that were more expensive than flip-flops should be. Like We're talking like $300 dollar <laughs> okay, yeah. range These flip are like flops. bling. And yes, yes. yes. Uh -huh. She bought them, and, and this is a small business. Mm -hmm. They were going to go to the farmer's market, put one foot out on the sidewalk, and one of the strappy things broke. Okay. And these are expensive yeah. shoes. So they're like, well, the store is on the way. We'll just take them back. Right. Um, well, they can't take them back since they've been worn. And she's like, I wore them one time. Yeah. And you your can, you product. Know, you know when I bought them. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. three weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Your your product. Yeah. Um, Stinks. Stinks. Right. But the employee did not have the empowerment to exchange the shoes with the information that was given. Their manager would not let them exchange the shoes or do any kind right, of exchanges right. that way and make the decision that these shoes are in perfect condition, listening to what the woman had to say, that kind of thing, to exchange these shoes. So she kept these shoes that were broken that she right. could never wear again. But she never went back to that store. Yeah, and and the, she told all her friends about told, what a bad experience she, she had did. there. She told all of her friends and also her husband doing what he does every time she went and shopped because that's what, I mean they're of the age that they have expendable income. Right, they're paying three hundred dollars for flip flops. Right, you know. Every time she and her friends went and shopped at the boutique stores around the area, he sent the receipt to the the owner of that store. <gasps> oh, wow. And said, this, this could have been your store. You know, I don't blame him. I'd be bitter about that, too. It wasn't very long before that store went out of business. Yeah, you not. Can't. I mean, it wasn't probably that one customer. Well, no, but you do but, that business model yeah. over and over, right? Yeah, so you, you have to be able to empower your employees mm -hmm. when you're not there to make those beyond a reasonable doubt right. decisions. Right. Right. And you don't want to be getting text messages every five minutes from multiple employees. Just pick a point person. Pick the one person that you trust the most that's going to be mm -hmm. there that you're going to schedule while you're gone. Mm -hmm. um, and then look at your schedule while you're gone. Are you going to be at a trade show where you know you're going to be at a hotel, you know, in the morning and you can check in every day and, and it'll make you feel better? Or are you going to be on a lake somewhere with no internet service and it's just right. going to stress you out the entire time? <laughs> So you, you kind of have to think through that ahead of time in order for you to relax. Um, you know, my husband works constantly on our own stuff and other stuff. And it, the first vacation, we've been together forever, I feel like, almost 15 years. And the first vacation we have taken where he didn't take his computer out and get all up in work stuff was when we went to Florida in May for Mother's Day because we had a big talk about it. And mm -hmm. I told him, I said, I don't think you realize when we're on a vacation with people we don't get to see very often and you're over there on your computer, it's kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand, you know, yeah. just that you're working for yourself and you're constantly, mm -hmm. you and, and you're not getting a break. And then the vacation becomes the stress. Right. Instead of, right, right you're getting away from right. the work stress. So 
you really do have to kind of put on your your big boss pants mm-hmm. and make some tough decisions to sure. make your vacation a vacation. A vacation, yeah. And I have to constantly tell myself, like, I'm not a doctor. Like, nobody is going to die if I <laughs> right. don't I don't check my phone every right. five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there are a few things that I like to do to unplug yeah. and truly unplug. And these are these are hard for workaholics mm-hmm. like your husband mm-hmm. and I have a couple SRPs. of other friends. Yep. Yes. Um, but I have a certain time at night that my phone goes on do not disturb. It does not ding. I've also, we've talked about this before in the past. I'm a social media manager. That is my job. That is also my side job. Right. Um, and I have all notifications turned off on my social media, on Facebook, Instagram, I get no notifications at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that, and it freaked me out when I first at did At first, it. yeah. At first, it freaked <laughs> me out. But again, nobody's going to die. Mm-hmm. If something posted wrong or there is a typo, like, everything's right. going to be fine. Right. But it was so freeing. I don't get notifications of emails. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something that people don't realize is as big of a deal as it is. If I pick up my phone to check the time sure. or to see if my mom has called me because I'm on the way to her house. Right. And I see that I have seven notifications on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go click it of and course. see what it is. Or yes. I have three emails. Mm-hmm. So just turning that off and making it be on my time mm-hmm. when I decide to go and check my notifications on Facebook, then it's that one extra step. We talk about that in our Clear the Mental Clutter episode. Yes. Because that is a, a lot idea. of mental clutter. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, I mean, even if you do it just for the days that you're off, right. you'll probably continue to do it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and you know what? I, I get it. If something comes to you and you're like, oh, I need to write this down or I need this is a to-do, I don't want to forget, go ahead and jot it down. Don't go, well, I'm on vacation. I'll remember that when I get back. I mean, that's not going to happen. And then yeah. you're just going to be mad at yourself. Yeah. So if something comes and maybe you have this great new idea or, or whatever it is you have to do, Write it down. Give yourself some grace, but then set that thing down and walk (laughs) away from it, right? Um, The auto responses, too, on accounts, you know, put your, I'm away from Mm -hmm. the office on email. This is how long I'm going to be gone. This is the person to contact. Don't just, you know, not respond. That doesn't work either. Um, You could even set your voicemail up to have a voicemail message that says, I'm gone from this amount of time. Mm -hmm. If this is an emergency, call this number. You have the technology, Yes. Right. And I usually say something on my away messages that's like, I try to be very clear. Mm-hmm. If I'm at a conference, I'm out of the office, but I'll be checking email. Right. Right. Periodically. Right. But it may take me longer to respond. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, I took a few days off at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I'm not checking my email or my phone or anything. My auto response said, I will be spending time with family and not checking my phone. Right. You know? right. So don't expect a response back until I'm back in the office next week. Well, and one of the things we talk about and that a lot of times women in particular have problems doing is setting boundaries, right? Yes. So that is one thing too. You, It's impossible to plan for every potential thing that could go wrong in your business, but you know, you can set some standards for certain things that, okay, look, if X, Y, and Z happens, call me on my vacation, you know, give your staff permission to call you. But if it's not X, Y, and Z, and you can't figure it out on your own, that's what we're talking about, you know, delegating like a point person, but drawing some boundaries, do not call me 
yeah. over minor stuff, ask yourself, can this wait? Can this wait? Can this, this be resolved? Yes, yes exactly. Um, and it depends on your industry, obviously. I mean, it could be something really huge that impacts your business, you know. So if your business lost internet and couldn't process payments or something like that. So obviously yeah. it's not. That's a bigger, yeah, <laughs> a it's not proof. all black and white. Right. But I think it's important to, like you said, if you set those boundaries and you hold true to those boundaries, you know, if I get an email or something or a text message that's on my days off, it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. Like people are like, I need you right now because they know I won't be answering email or text messages or something like that on my vacation. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and go solve your problem. Right. But I think it's interesting that you say set boundaries because it's one thing, like if you have employees and people to answer to and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's another thing if you were like the sole one business man owner. show, yeah, yeah like, one woman like show, your husband mm-hmm. and um, which I know with Texas Forest Trail, he has a board and stuff to answer to. Right, but um, it's still pretty solo daily. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would say pretty much the only person he has to answer to is me. You, yeah. And I am all for vacation. <laughs> I tell him to put his laptop away. All the time, I, I yeah. I do not, you know, try not to bother him when he's on vacation. Um, and then my husband, you know, he's, yeah. he answers only to himself and his, his part, uh, yeah. audience yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but it's hard for some people to set boundaries for themselves when they own their own business. And so nobody is telling Corey, my husband, you have this many vacation days. Right. Because it's easier when you have two weeks of vacation. You're like, I'm going to take my two weeks of vacation. Right. That's true. That's true. And sometimes, you know, vacation, depending on where you are in your business, it can be more of a stress than something that you enjoy. So take a step back and what does that mean to you? If traveling too far away from your home base, your business is stressing you out, then you're not going to enjoy your vacation. So don't do that, right? Right. Look at doing a staycation, but it's still important for you to take the time off. Um, And sometimes I don't think we realize how important it is until we're in the midst of it happening and we go, oh, this is yeah. the first deep breath I've taken, yeah. you know, or the first time I've really stopped to notice what my child is doing or because mm-hmm. you get so caught up. So um, that's so, huge. Yeah, you have to set those boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've encouraged Corey to, well, of course, he takes off the holidays that I take off, but like set up some days that you just in your head, you know, you're going to take for sure two weeks of vacation yeah. where you're just off, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is a little bit easier to plan around when you have your own, but it should be scheduled in because a refreshed, recharged you yes. is always going all to of the come things. back. You're going to tick all the boxes. You're going to feel more creative. Your brain is just going to function and operate so much better. The stress level is going to come down. Your family is going to notice. Your friends are going to notice. You'll probably look rested and (laughs) relaxed. And if coming back, now I get this, I dread coming back after a vacation Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh geez, what has piled up? Right. I know. So do I know I did this to your husband. (laughs) But I'm like, I have a list for you. Yeah. But I'm not going to give it to you today. Today, (laughs) I'll give you another because you do. You need a day. You you almost need. I like to say you need a vacation from your vacation. No kidding. Because you you always going to have laundry when you come back. You're going to have to probably go grocery shopping. You're going to have to do stuff like that. Unpacking. I mean, how? Yes, that's the worst, right? So, you know, give yourself a little buffer zone there to do those things. You know, set up a meeting, even if it's just with yourself for the first half of your day back. 
and just play catch up. You know, you're going to have to go through those emails. You know, you're going to have to go through maybe invoices or what phone calls you have to return and go ahead and put those in order of what's important. What can you delegate? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that and delegate. way, and, del- and actually follow <laughs> actually through, do that. because that's going to make the whole experience worth it. Because nobody wants to plan a vacation if you're still shell shocked from coming back to a mess, right? Yeah, no well, it's not a lot of incentive to yeah. want to take a vacation. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and work ahead too. Yes. So that's what I try to do is get caught up on as many things. What can I knock out? Right. You can do that with your what social I, you media. You know, what am I going to have mm-hmm. do the week that I come back? Can I get it done before? Before I leave. Look mm-hmm. at you, super responsible person. That's what I try to do. I Look, know, I know. I'm getting serious about my vacation <laughs> They're precious. I need They're precious. After, I mean, when you work in the tourism industry, the past couple of years have been a little stressful. Well, yeah, because, yeah, well, yeah, we, for we the obvious, stressful. for sure. Yeah. And one of my vacations last year happened during Snowvid. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there was no vacation. I, I ended up not being able to take my vacation that week. So, well, so when like, I took my vacation, I'm like, look, right. it's been a stressful week. Yeah. You're like, by vacation, I didn't really mean camping inside my own no, home that with no running right. water or heat. So was, that wasn't it. Wasn't, I, I'm more of a glamper. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, please tell us your input because we know we have a big audience of small business owners out there. So we feel your pain. We We want to encourage you to set some time aside to take a vacation, reinvest into yourself, into your family, your friends, take a deep breath. Everything will be okay. Right. And let us know what you do to relax. Do you have any tips or tricks when you come back to work that kind of eases the transition? And since we're upon the new year, Mm -hmm. take one or two things. I mean, it's hard for a super responsible person to let go, but maybe you you implement one thing this year, like putting your phone on do not disturb at a certain time right. of night. You know, yes. it doesn't have to be, if you're going to freak out, it can be eight o'clock at night till, yeah. you know, six o'clock in the yeah. morning. Just do that. It's very empowering. See how that goes mm-hmm. and then implement something else. I will tell you my two huge things is turn off your notifications and the other is turn off your computer at the end of the day. Because mm, if it's just if sleeping it's, there. Yes, if it's just sleeping, it's, it's, a, lot easy, you back. Yeah, it's yes. a lot easier to go wake mm-hmm. it up. But, you know, if it's asleep, I'm like, well, I don't want to go turn my computer on right. to not, do this it's one not worth thing. That. It's not worth all that. So do something simple yeah, like that. Yeah. Let us know what you decide to do mm-hmm. and how it's working for mm-hmm. the new year. Um, I think coming into the new year, Last year we did clearing the mental clutter, but maybe this year we can do an actual clearing your clutter. <laughs> like your <laughs> like actual physical clutter. clutter? Yes. Yeah, I know. Because, you- I mean, you don't realize how much your physical clutter affects your mental I clutter. do. <laughs> I realize it. You realize it. You get it. Well, you're in the middle of oh, a girl, lot in the middle of a of mess. Yes. I, we are going to be, we're building a house. We're stuck in a very small house, and I inherited all of my father's things, which we had to get a storage unit for, and I'm, I'm, it's it's bad news bears You're in over deep. there. Literally, I'm buried. I feel that way, and um, it does. It kind of makes you want to just run away sometimes from all that clutter, so... <laughs> Yes, I'll be right there with you, holding your hand through that process, and (laughs) hopefully we can get through it together. And if you want to follow along on Sierra's home journey, 
Thank you, Holly. Yes, on ETX Home, you can follow us on um, Instagram and see what we're up to. And if you want a little behind the scenes into the fun and not so fun parts of building your own home. And uh, a little yeah. say in the decoration. Yes, that part is the fun part. That's yeah, the fun that's part. That's the fun part. Yeah. So yes, that's nice. Thanks for the plug. And if y'all have any episodes that you think would be fun for us to talk about or yeah, you'd like or to hear our idea. You want us to yeah, interview. fun characters around town or mm -hmm. small business owners. Let us know. You can always reach out to us in the comments on social media, ETX Podcast, or you can go to our website, etxpodcast.com, where you can fill out a form there or listen to any of our past episodes That's right. as well. So we release a new episode every other week. And until next time, it's, it's all good in the piney woods. woods.